On this Easter Sunday, I want to talk to you about the power of love. Because there is no subject that has been discussed more. That we talk about love, we write about love, we sing about love, we even die for love. And the interesting thing about it is that we recognize that love cannot be bought nor can love be sold. And so it is impossible to exaggerate the power of love. You know, Song of Solomon, Solomon says it like this. He says that there is a love that is greater than death. And it's almost unimaginable for us to recognize that there is a love that is stronger than death because all of us at some point in our lives have been rejected or we have felt unwanted. And it makes sense because in reality, we live in a skeptical world, oftentimes with people that make promises and they break the promises that they make. But if we go back to when we were a child, we did not grow up doubting. We did not begin doubting, but we begin believing. A perfect example of that is that if you spoke to your child and you said to your child, baby, uh, this Thursday, we're going for ice cream. And something came up during the course of the week. And, and then you said to, uh, to your child, you said that, honey, I am so sorry, but I uh, will not be able to go. And what's the first thing that they say? They say, but you said, you promised. They did not doubt at all. They just believed everything that you said. And so in many ways, it's hard for our natural mind to conceive how God would exchange all that he has promised to give us for as little as we are able to give to him. On this Easter Sunday, we are reminded that everything that God did, although he did it for the world, he did it for you and he did it for me. He did it specifically for you and me. When we think about that, it's so overwhelming to think about the power of love. Because in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, Paul writes it like this. He says, But God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatever to him. God <laughs> put his love on the line for us. And he did it at a time when we were of no use to him whatsoever. Do you know when somebody is putting their love on the line, when somebody is putting anything on the line, they are putting themselves out there and it's almost like they're risking it all. And they're taking this ultimate risk when they're putting it on the line. You know, I remember the moment that I asked Gwen to marry me and I was nervous I had some anxiety, and I had prepared for that moment that I would ask her to marry me. And, and I came, and I had this, this, this engagement ring. It was a huge diamond that you could almost see. And when I began to ask her to marry me, and the moment she said yes, the fear that I had, the anxiety I, that I had for that moment, it all went away. And you know what? I causes me to believe that as we reflect back over our own lives, as we reflect on the lives of those that are around us, we can think that at some point in our lives, 
including us, everybody has at least three fears. Number one, every person fears rejection. And these fears God wants us to overcome. And, and this feeling of rejection, we feel rejection when we uh, are concerned that we will not be accepted or we won't be recognized. An example of that might be is that if you go to a job interview and, and you're uh, fearful of not being chosen or you have some anxiety that you'll be looked over. What about fear of rejection in a business deal that you feel like that I don't know if I am uh, negotiating the right way or I have a, I'm making a sale and I feel like that I am going to be turned down and there's this fear of rejection. What about uh, dating someone and, 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 and you really like them but they don't like you the same way that you like them. And so that fear of rejection, it comes up. And so every person at some point in your life, every t- uh, at some point in my life, that I have had a fear of rejection. And then the second fear that we all have is the fear of dying. Dying is not natural. And it's a part of the human condition to want to know and to understand the world around us. And so uh, the fear is rooted in not knowing what happens after death. And so there are some people who really don't fear death itself, but they are afraid of the circumstances that are often surrounded in the act of dying. And so we have a fear of rejection, that every person has a fear of dying. And the third fear is that we have a fear of not being loved. Regardless of what you have been through in your life, whether at some point you let uh, down the people that you love or at some point uh, they let you down, we still want to be loved and we still want to love. Let me tell you a story of of a girl. This is a story of a girl from the moment that she was born, her mother was sick, and she did not know a day where she could remember that her mother was healthy. And day after day, her mother would lay in bed and, and decide that life wasn't worth living and her daughter wasn't worth living for. So this young girl grew up moving around, and she grew up a big part of her life homeless and, and barely scraping by. Fear was all she knew. The woman that she loved more than anything else in the world had left her. She was lost. She was broken. She was searching for something to live for. And her circumstances led her to believe that her life was beyond broken to be saved. And so she took a knife and she decided that she no longer wanted to live. And as she was raising this knife up, this girl heard a voice that said that I don't do it. I love you. I really love you. And it was at that moment that she felt something that she had never felt before. And what she was feeling was the unconditional love that God had put on the line for her. And it was the love that the Bible promises in Jeremiah 31, where it says that I have loved you with an everlasting love. And from that moment on, this girl who suffered so much rejection who suffered so much pain, who suffered so much hurt, she made a decision to accept the love that had been offered to her. And her decision changed everything. There was much darkness, 
and then there came so much light. There was so much sorrow, and then came so much joy. And Jesus took away her sin. He took away her shame. He took away her fear. He did that on the cross, and when she turned to him, he turned that shame, that fear, that hurt into something beautiful. She recognized that she was always loved, and God never stopped loving her. And as that reality began to sink into her heart, her fear began to leave. No matter where you are in life, no matter the problems you may struggle with, no matter what you've done in your past, no matter what someone else has done to you, there is a love that's greater than death. And you can experience the same love and the same power of the resurrection. And that's what Easter is all about. Father, I thank you for the love that you've demonstrated to us. Thank you that there is a love that is stronger than death. Father, we do uh, accept that love today. Just as that little girl who had faced so much in her past, so much hurt, so much pain, so much rejection, so much fear, but recognized on the cross what Jesus had done. And as she accepted that love, her life changed forever. Father, we thank you for that love, and we thank you for raising Jesus from the dead. Father, that we know that with witnesses that saw him, that you've accepted the sacrifice that he made. And so uh, we uh, love you. We thank you for what you've done for us, and we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen.